Hello, I'm Bernadette. Welcome to Open Door Playhouse, a radio theater podcast. Support for Open Door Playhouse comes from listeners like you. Our plays are produced in the tradition of old radio shows of the 40s and 50s at ES Audio Services in Glendale, California. Recorded and mixed by our talented and patient sound engineer, Hall Cantrell, along with a host of actors and directors from Los Angeles area. If our plays stir a sense of nostalgia, please visit the Old Time Radio Listener Podcast, streaming now and bringing you programs like Gunsmoke, Burns and Allen, and The Great Jack Benny, along with murder mysteries and classic musical concerts. Now playing in Theater 18, 10-Minute Grief Counseling, written by John McDonald, starring Elaine Mello-Clark as Emily Wilson and Noel Evangelista as Francis Stigma, and directed by me, Bernadette Armstrong. Excuse me. Uh, yes? Are you the grief counselor? That's me. Sit down, dear. I've heard about you. Oh, yes. I'm here most days. You help my friend. I'm so glad I found you. Oh, well then. Let's get started. My name is Emily Wilson. Nice to meet you, Emily. And my name is Francine Stigma. Stigma? That's an unusual name. Yes, I know. Could we get down to business? Christmas is only a week away, and it's a very busy time of year for me, as I'm sure you understand. Oh, right. I'm sorry, but I don't know how to start. Oh, who are you here for? Your dad, your mom, husband, your hamster? My hamster? But this isn't a pet cemetery. Many clients often have referred grief. They come here to visit Aunt Molly's grave, and the next thing you know, they're thinking about the hamster that they had when they were in third grade, the one the cat ate. And they get so sad. I take it that's not your situation? No, it's my mother. She's buried over there, row 75, plot 12. Oh, yes, I'm familiar with that section. She died last spring, as a matter of fact. Oh, I see. And you're feeling a little upset, aren't you? Well, Christmas is coming, and it's just... Oh, the holidays. Oh, yes. I understand. I keep thinking about her last few years in the nursing home. It was hard for me. Oh, I'm sure it was. Horrible. I would fly in from Minneapolis and... Minneapolis? Oh, this is Miami, dear. That's a a four-and-a-half-hour flight. I made the trip, though. I just had to see her. And I bet you came to see her once a week, didn't you? Well... Actually, no. Was it once every two weeks? No, I can't say it was once every two weeks. Oh, well, then as a rule, was it once every three weeks? I had a lot of responsibilities in Minneapolis. I couldn't get away very often, and... Once a month. Was it once a month? That's more like it. Hmm. Right. You came once a month to see your dying mother. She wasn't dying the whole time. She was just really sick, you see, and... Oh, I see. I see very well. I can see what's going on. Was she sick when you institutionalized her? Technically, no. She was just getting older, that's all. She lived alone, and it worried me so much. I didn't have anyone to check on her, and I was so anxious. So she was in the pink of health. 
when you put her into that cold, impersonal It was a very hard decision for me, and I thought it would be for the best. She lived alone, and I couldn't... And what were her thoughts about this? About moving to a strange place where she didn't know a soul, didn't recognize anything familiar, didn't know... Well, she liked it. There was so much to do. Of course, she missed her house and her friends in the neighborhood, but... How long did she live in her house? Uh, About 35 years. Thank you. I have it all clear. You forced your mother to leave a house that she lived in for 35 years against her wishes and then dumped her in a nursing home. Do I have it right? Forced? Well, that's not the right word at all. I had a discussion with her. I talked to her about it several times to get her used to the idea. You could say we had an agreement. Agreement? That's an interesting word for what you did. I'm sure your mother could think of other words to describe it. It was very sad the way she went downhill so fast after I moved her in. Oh, I bet it was more than sad, Emily. I bet it was a horror show. Horror show? I wouldn't describe it that way. No? How about an abduction? Would that be a better way to describe it? Or maybe a kidnapping? Excuse me? That's a pretty extreme way of putting it. Listen, it wasn't a bad place. Friendly Retreat has won awards for its activity center. I mean, they play bingo, they have jugglers and clowns. It's a beautiful place where the residents are always happy. Friendly Retreat. Sounds like a Stephen King novel. And they brought in clowns. Oh, I bet your mother loved having some goofball with a big red nose and a bright red wig popping into her room. Listen, I came here for grief counseling, not to be insulted. I don't know what kind of grief counselor you are. The kind that tells the truth, honey. How can you say that? I resent the implication that I'm not a good daughter. I cared about my mother. I came to visit You came once a month, once a month to see a frail elderly woman who was sitting there knitting booties all day long. Booties? Why would she be knitting booties? They were booties for the grandchild that she always hoped you would give her. The grandchild that she prayed for every night alone in her bed in that cold, heartless nursing home. The grandchild that you were too selfish to give her. She couldn't have been knitting booties. She didn't know how to knit. Ha! That's what you thought. You didn't know she could knit because you never came to visit her. This is really getting out of hand. I don't know what your point is here. My point? My point is you hatched an evil plan to get rid of your mother. A sweet little old lady who never said a mean word to anyone except for her friends. And that was just to put them in their places when they got too braggy about their grandchildren. Which, by the way, is an important function for old ladies. Where would our society be if old ladies weren't allowed to be mean? We'd all be too nice to each other, and there'd be no need for religion anymore. Anyway, back to your evil plan. You were too busy with your high and mighty life in Minneapolis, so you dumped your mother in that concentration camp of a nursing home. That's unfair. Okay, I admit, I could have visited her a few more times. Maybe that was my fault. It's just I didn't realize how sick she was. Of course she was sick. About the way that you abandoned her. About the treachery of her one and only daughter. Why didn't you just shoot her and dump her in the ocean like the mafia? It would have been quicker. I I didn't abandon her. I thought I was doing the right thing. 
No jury would believe that story. It was just too much. Every time I came to see her, she was worse. She didn't even know me after a while. You put her in that living hell of a nursing home where she sat and knitted booties all day for the grandchild that never came. You. You whacked her like a hitman. I thought I was doing the right thing. I did. I really did. Oh, you didn't thrust the knife into her, but your abandonment broke her heart. Of course, there was also the unrequited love for the cute young male nurse who worked the night shift. But that's another story. You, Emily Wilson, you killed her. I rest my case. I did, didn't I? I killed her. I'm responsible. Oh, I feel so... Guilty? I should have done better by her. I bet it wasn't the first time, was it? I failed her all the time. Everything was my fault. Even when I was little, I failed her. I never measured up. Everything she wanted me to do, I screwed up. Do you know she wanted me to be a ballerina? I couldn't do a pirouette. I got dizzy every time. All the other girls would do them, and when it was my turn, I would just fall down. It was a catalog of failures, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. It was. I disappointed her so much. Why can't you stand up straight? Why can't you do math? Why are you wearing that dress when it makes you look fat? Why don't you have a better job? Why don't you lose weight? Why don't you have a better house, a better husband, a better life? It was just endless. She had such negative energy. It was depressing. You wanted to be rid of it. It's why you moved so far away. Yes. Yes, it was. And why you hardly ever came back. Yes. I couldn't take all that criticism, so I ran away. I left my mother when she needed me the most. Oh, God. What a horrible person I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. Would you like a tissue, honey? No problem, dear. So, getting back to the subject. Yes. You're secretly glad that she's not here anymore. Oh. Oh, my God. You're right. I've never admitted that, but it's true. Things have calmed down since she's not here to criticize you anymore? Yes. Yes, they have. You're happier. I'm happier, that's true. You're ready to move on with your life. Yes. I think I am. I really think I am. Right. I oh. think we're done. Oh, thank you. This was really helpful. That'll be $50, cash. 
I can't take plastic right now. Maybe next year. Well, here's three twenties. Just keep the change. You're worth every penny. I feel so much better now. Thank you. Are you here every day? 365 days a year. If you want to see me on Mother's Day, though, you're going to have to get on the waiting list. There's a huge backlog of guilt-ridden daughters, you know. Well, I might be back, you know, if I start to feel... Guilty? Yes. Well, stop by any time. Although I don't get out this way very much. I know. Minneapolis. But the next time I'm in town, I'll... I'll... Just look me up. Thank you. Don't mention it. Oh, and, um... Merry Christmas. Same to you, dear. Oh, are you leaving? Because uh, your mom is right over there. Oh, it's going to be a long day. Next! I hope you enjoyed this Open Door Playhouse production. Please join us in the months to come as we bring more humorous, thoughtful, and surprising 10-minute shorts and one-act plays that showcase insightful and new perspectives of the world we share with others. If you like what you hear, please click on the donate buttons you find all over the website. <laughs> Your tax deduction donations through our fiscal sponsor, Fractured Atlas, will help us keep our plays on the air. You'll find a full list of our donors on our website. If you're interested in submitting a play for production, you can find that information on our website. Please share the podcast with friends and don't forget to subscribe so you'll be notified when our next production is live. Thank you.